everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. And today, I have the first in a two-part series on the idea of everything in moderation. A few weeks back, I did a podcast on whether the benefits of eating fish are canceled out if the fish is deep fried. I concluded that it really didn't make sense to eat fried fish from fast food restaurants solely for the health benefits, but that it would be okay to enjoy a fish fry occasionally just because you like them. Now, at least one listener was horrified by this. I'm shocked that a nutritionist would tell people that it's okay to indulge in trans fats every once in a while, Brittany wrote. I often hear health professionals advocate everything in moderation, but I disagree. You wouldn't smoke crack in moderation, would you? You've lost me as a listener. As you might imagine, this comment launched a rather spirited discussion on the Nutrition Diva webpage. Most of the commenters seemed to feel that my disgruntled listener was being unnecessarily rigid. Many said that striving for dietary perfection might even do more harm than good. Lisa commented, Trying to live by absolutes and black and white rules, I believe, sets most of us up for failure and disappointment. I think it's very important to have up-to-date information about the food we eat, but I also think it's important to have a reasonable and forgiving attitude with how we apply that information. And Beth added, I envy folks who can be really clean about their diets. For me, trying to achieve that level of perfection creates more problems than it solves. One or two commenters even brought up the issue of orthorexia, a disorder where people become so obsessed with the purity of their diet that it starts to interfere with their ability to function normally. And for more on orthorexia, I have a link in the show notes to a recent radio interview I did on WIPR in Baltimore. The show notes, of course, are at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. You know, there may be some things in life that are all or nothing, but a healthy lifestyle isn't one of them. As I've said before, it doesn't matter where you are on the spectrum, every step toward a healthier lifestyle is a step worth taking. I think the biggest danger with striving for dietary perfection is that many people, when they find they can't uphold that high standard, simply give up altogether. Look, I'd much rather have you eat pretty well most of the time than eat really well for a week and then abandon the effort because it's just not sustainable. I loved this comment from Julie. A nutritionist once gave me a yes and no list, but I didn't follow it. I discovered for myself that making small changes toward healthier options led to more small changes toward even healthier options, and that's when my life changed. Now, I'm aware that there are diet gurus out there who take a much harder line than I do. Those who have a zero-tolerance policy on things like refined sugar, white flour, trans fats, additives, processed foods, or whatever foods or ingredients they deem to be evil. Not only is this somewhat unrealistic, and maybe even counterproductive, but I don't think it's biologically necessary. When I say that it's okay to eat non-organic foods or fried fish every once in a while, I'm certainly not saying that pesticides or trans fats are good for you. But the body has a remarkable capacity to cope with small occasional exposures to substances which, if eaten in greater quantity or frequency, would definitely cause some problems. Still, if trans fats or refined sugars are bad for you, why not strive to ban them entirely? Why not? Because this is real life. For most humans, food is not only nourishment, but also history, culture, community, creativity, and pleasure. Sometimes you may choose to eat something not because it's good for you, 
but because you love it, or because someone you love made it for you, or maybe it's the least of the available evils. Let's try to remember how this business of eating healthy fits into the big picture. Obviously, the purity of your diet is not a measure of your virtue or your worth as a human being. It's also not a guarantee of eternal wellness. It's not an end unto itself. It's simply a means for keeping our bodies and our planet as healthy as we can so that we can live our lives to the fullest. Now, obviously, if you feel you cannot live a full life without consuming a gallon of ice cream every night, we have a problem. But if a full life includes indulging in a non-organic cupcake or fish fry on your birthday, I'm okay with that. And if that disqualifies me in your eyes as a reputable source, I guess I'll have to be okay with that too. Long-term readers and listeners know that I'm not a purist or a perfectionist about diet, and it was certainly reaffirming to read so many comments from folks who seem to be in sync with me on that. Then again, it is a self-selecting crowd. Those looking for nutrition hardliners have probably long since moved on to stricter pastures. And just to be fair to Brittany, I do think that there are a couple of ways in which the moderation in all things mantra can go awry, and that will be the topic of next week's show. Until next week, thanks for listening, and remember to eat something good for me.